Welcome to a series of podcasts brought to you by Yale University. This is Dr. Charles J. Lockwood, the Anita O'Keefe Young Professor of Women's Health and Chair of the Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Sciences at Yale School of Medicine, speaking about clinical and research strengths in the Yale Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Sciences. My name is uh, Charles Lockwood. I'm the chairman of the Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Sciences at the Yale University School of Medicine. And I'd like to spend a few minutes giving you the history of our department and telling you a little bit of what we're doing currently. Our department dates back to the founding of the Yale School of Medicine in 1811. Nathan Smith, who founded the Yale School of Medicine, was an obstetrician. And since that time, there has been, uh, in direct continuity, a professor of obstetrics and gynecology. The department um, began a residency program in the 1940s and had a number of uh, major firsts for American OBGYN departments. We were the first department in the United States, in fact, one of the first uh, services to give antibiotics to women uh, with childbed fever and thus prevent uh, uh, what was once a deadly disease. Our department was the department that invented fetal monitoring. This was done with work, uh, pioneering work by Ed Hahn and Orvin Hess in the uh, late 1950s and early 1960s. Our department really pioneered most of the major discoveries in obstetrical ultrasound, ovulation induction, initial use of chemotherapy. The morning after pill was developed in our department. So we have a long history of uh, outstanding scientific discoveries. We've also had a long history of training America's top academic OBGYNs. In fact, more university chairs were trained at Yale than any other department. And considering that we're a relatively small school and a relatively small department, I think that's quite a, an extraordinary feat. In fact, more NIH uh, branch directors, uh, both intramural and extramural, come from Yale's Department of OBGYN than any other department. More deans of schools of medicine who were OBGYNs came from Yale. So we have quite a legacy of great research and great uh, leadership in the field, and we hope that we're continuing to do that uh, even as we speak. The department um, currently has over 20 clinical faculty and an equal number of basic science faculty. And in fact, our, our research group now includes 21 separate laboratories. The department has 21 R01s and uh, a large center grant as well as various training grants. And in fact, we're at, at last count tied with the University of California, San Francisco for the most numbers of R01s of any OBGYN department. Our research covers everything from the neuroendocrinology of uh, appetite control to the latest treatments and diagnoses of ovarian cancer. In our maternal fetal medicine division, we have a very active faculty, now, which now numbers 11. <clears throat> they provide over 28,000 ultrasounds a year, provide over 1,200 deliveries of high-risk patients a year, and conduct uh, research into the causes of preeclampsia and new diagnostic tests for prematurity, the genetics of both preeclampsia and prematurity. We're developing uh, new approaches to the treatment of various fetal disorders. In fact, our department was the first to develop 
uh, and perfect intrauterine uh, transfusions using the umbilical cord in the United States, as well as the use of non-invasive Doppler ultrasound to identify anemic fetuses. Our gynecological oncology service performs over 1,200 major gynecological surgeries a year and has a very rich and exciting research agenda. Recently, they have developed a new diagnostic test for screening for ovarian cancer, one of the leading causes of cancer death in women, and they developed two separate drugs, and with the third one being developed even as I speak, to treat ovarian cancer. Our urogynecology and reconstructive pelvic surgery division performs almost 500 major surgeries a year, and in addition runs a very busy continent center that does a variety of different urodynamic testings for uh, continence control. We also provide behavioral modification and physical rehabilitation for women with continence issues. Our reproductive endocrinology service has six attending physicians, a very active IVF lab that performs about 500 transfers per year. We have a oocyte freezing program um, that allows women that have to defer uh, fertility, either because of uh, cancer or uh, their life situations, um, to maintain their fertility by freezing eggs. In addition, we have a very active program in pre-implantation diagnosis that allows us to take a single embryo, remove one or two cells, and carry out either single gene or chromosomal analysis. In addition, the reproductive endocrinology and infertility section has a very active uh, surgery program treating endometriosis, fibroids, and a variety of other um, uh, disorders that can impair fertility. Our reproductive sciences group, as I've noted before, conducts research in the full range of, of reproductive issues. Our neuroendocrinology section has published a number of recent papers in Science, Nature, and other prestigious journals describing exactly how appetite is regulated and how ovarian steroids, such as estrogen, can affect appetite. This may help explain why weight gain can occur when women begin oral contraceptives or are following menopause. Our perinatal biology group has recently identified and patented a new diagnostic test for preeclampsia, and a new test for identifying women at risk for infections in the uterus. In addition, we have a very active first trimester uh, screening program, which we are constantly improving upon with, uh, with up-to-date research. Our gamete biology group is attempting to understand why it is that fertility begins to decrease as women approach age 40. They've made a startling number of recent discoveries that suggest that, in fact, the aging egg may lose critical factors that are required for fertilization and normal development, and we're attempting to be able to replace these factors to improve fertility as women age. Our cancer biology group has developed a new diagnostic test for ovarian cancer and has worked on understanding better how cancers grow by signaling uh, each other, the different cancer cells, um, in a way that uh, pre prevents our ability to be able to regulate them. Our ovarian cancer biology group is attempting to discover new methods of diagnosing cancers. For example, 
Dr. Gil Moore recently developed and patented a diagnostic test to screen for ovarian cancer. Dr. Nita Mali has really pioneered our understanding of how different growth factors, such as EGF, can regulate the growth of ovarian cancer. In addition, we're attempting to use a variety of, of new techniques to treat cancers, including the development of a new drug, phenoxidiol, which restores the sensitivity of cancer cells to chemotherapeutic agents. In addition, we're using single-stranded RNAs to deliver potent chemotherapeutic agents to cancer cells. And this research is being done by Dr. Inchen Wang. Our endometrial biology group has just recently obtained a large uh, center grant from the NIH to s discover and hopefully uh, develop new treatments for endometriosis. Endometriosis affects a large number of women, about 10% of the population. It's found in about 40% of women with infertility. And until recently, we never had a great understanding of what caused it, <clears throat> but work being done currently at Yale has uncovered a number of new mechanisms that may account for how endometriosis starts, how we can better diagnose it, and how we can treat it. Finally, our reproductive immunology group has been trying to understand how the immune system may help regulate the development of the placenta and how abnormalities in immune function may promote disorders such as prematurity and preeclampsia. The department has a very active residency program with six residents per year. This is really an extraordinary group of young individuals. Their average national board scores are greater than two standard deviations above the mean. Uh, about a third of the class are members of AOA. Uh, about a third of the class have advanced degrees, such as MD, MPHs, or MD, PhDs. And on average, four to, to five of the six residents go on to do subspecialty fellowships every year. Our department has subspecialty fellowships in reproductive endocrinology and infertility, gynecological oncology, and maternal fetal medicine. These are highly competitive programs that offer three years of very sophisticated clinical training as well as a year and a half of research training. So our department is very busy. We have a very active uh, clinical practice. Uh, the research that's going on in our department, I would say, is second to none. It's an exciting place to visit. It's an even more exciting place to work. And in the near future, we hope to be able to develop new programs in each of these sections that uh, further advance women's health care. Charles J. Lockwood, M.D., is the Anita O'Keefe Young Professor of Women's Health and Chair of the Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, and Reproductive Sciences at Yale School of Medicine. He also serves as Chief of OBGYN at Yale New Haven Hospital. This was recorded at the Yale Center for Media Initiatives on May 30, 2007.